This is the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast with the ADA Comply Guy, Tony Caggiano. Today's guest is not only an avid surfer, a talented musician, and the owner of successful web design and ad agency, he's also a self-proclaimed life architect. And in his spare time, he loves to help young entrepreneurs navigate the waters of entrepreneurship. So let's roll that intro and get to know our guest today, Mr. Jeff Venn, and learn more about his entrepreneurial journey. The path to success can be a long and winding road. As entrepreneurs, we all have reasons for taking control of our own destiny, but just because you're working for yourself doesn't mean you have to work by yourself. The best way to grow as an entrepreneur is to surround yourself and learn from others who have a similar mindset. On the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast, we will meet many of these mindset masters and bring you valuable lessons that you can use today to help you keep moving forward on your entrepreneurial journey. Welcome back to the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast. We have an, uh, another awesome guest with us today, Mr. Jeff Venn. He's an incredible guy. He's a life architect, which we're going to dive into a little bit and find out more about that. But he also owns Create Studios. It's a web and digital marketing studio. He's also a mentor to entrepreneurs, specifically young entrepreneurs. So we're going to be talking about all of the great things that he's doing. But welcome, Jeff. How are you doing today? I am doing pretty good today. Glad to be on the show. And it's fun. We both have podcasts, so got to yes. learn all about your entrepreneurial journey and ADA compliance just recently. So it's a pleasure to return the favor. Awesome. Well, I was, I, you know, just for our listeners, I was um, just on Jeff's podcast. So, you know, once you're done listening to this one, definitely hop on over to his. We'll, we'll get the, uh, the link as well. So uh, you get to listen to two great podcasts in one day. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Jeff. I know that, um, you know, the owner of this amazing web agency and uh, you do a lot of other great things. Tell us, tell us a little bit about you, what you do now and um, maybe how you got started on your entrepreneurial journey. For sure. So I've been at this since 2005, a hot minute, doing the same thing, the web design and the online marketing. But if you're like me, you know, you, you, you go through middle school, high school, get out, perhaps get a college degree and just kind of do whatever's in front of you or whatever you've been, you know, raised to do. And so I did that. Uh, I got the computer science degree. I minored in graphic design and my parents, they're both retired professors. So no harm, no foul in that. Uh, went out, easily got a job in IT and I worked for this big bureaucratic uh, agency here in town. It was a municipality. So electric, water, wastewater kind of thing. And it was a pretty incredible job. It actually had a pension. If you can believe those things are still around. So, you know, <laughs> work, work at least 20 years up to 30 and get 80% of your salary for life in the bank. And so, you know, I'm there in my early mid twenties, enjoying it. There's about 200 people in the IT department, about 2000 people in the whole company. And I just remember, I just had this moment when I was sitting in one of those picture, one of those old city buildings, the dark wood paneling, you know, it's, it's, it's well-maintained, but it's just kind of got that bureaucratic feel. And, you know, the 10 of us were there, the leadership team, and I looked across the table, this guy named Richard, Richard was uh, maybe eight or 10 years out of retirement. Awesome guy. I loved him to death, but I, I just looked across the table. I was like, man, I have to sit here for, you know, 25 more years. <laughs> and Richard also make marginally more money. Not that it's all about the money, but it just seemed like, you know, for my creative spirit, and I'm pretty much like a Renaissance type of guy, that was not for me. Uh, in addition, I don't know if you're like me, you don't like sitting and wasting time in traffic, right? 
So I lived out at the beach. It was 35 minutes commute to a parking garage, come down a couple floors, cross the street, go 13 more stories. So just to get in the building was like 45 or 50 minutes. Granted, you can talk to people on the phone. You can you know, listen to stuff in the car, but it was 45 minutes one way. So here I was just chucking away an hour and a half a day. And then lastly, you know, at a place where you're there eight or nine hours a day, eight or nine hours of work doesn't get done, right? Yeah. So here I was on this this route. It'd be beautiful spring weather. I love to surf. Been a lifelong surfer. Grew up uh, right, right near the beach and still there in Jacksonville Beach. So beautiful spring weather would come. And they weren't really flexible with work from home or anything like that. So it was time to get up and go. And it was kind of depressing. So I figured, you know, with my skills and with web uh, design starting at the time in 2005, I could you know, hatch a little plan and launch out on my own. So that was the impetus there, just that corporate grind, that corporate burnout. And, you know, I was young enough and ignorant enough, didn't have the, the biggest nut to maintain monthly nut that uh, I just launched out and did it. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's so funny. I didn't know this about you till just now that, you know, both of us got our start working, you know, with municipals. Um, I actually worked for a, uh, a small gas and electric company in their they call it the telecom division, but we were really, you know, putting fiber optics throughout the city and, and whatnot. That's how I got my start in IT. And then similar, it, it just wasn't for me. I wanted to, to branch out and do more for myself and, and have more flexibility. So um, that's really cool. I, I, I love your backstory. So um, tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, what is a life architect? You know, what does that for have sure. to do with, with your journey? Yeah, so I think a lot of times uh, we don't think about how we want to run our days or our lives or we're like locked into a schedule like I was at it, the corporate and I didn't have the flexibility. I didn't have control over my time. You know, I was told mm -hmm. when to wake up and pretty much like how to dress more or less. And um, that wasn't, you know, life for me. I knew I could get out and do it on my own. So I look at life as a wheel, right? And, and work or a job or a company is just part of that. You know, you have your friends, you have your family, you have spirituality, you have, you know, your physical fitness and health, you have your hobbies. And when these things are in balance and when these things are architected well, like life kind of flows and it feels good because one piece of the pie isn't getting all the attention. For mm -hmm. example, if you're stuck in a toxic relationship, that's going to drain so much energy. And we see so many people that, you know, are locked in these relationships that are improving and they're just miserable or we could put so much effort into being an entrepreneur, even to a really demanding job at the detriment to say our health. Right. So it's kind of cool to come back and, and look at this, this wheel of life and look at these levers and self-assess and where you're at. So one of the main reasons I went out on my own is I just have a high value of autonomy, right? If, if you give me a task and you know, I have the resources, I can get it done. You don't need to tell me how to do it. And if I have a problem, like I'll come and, and tell you, I can't do this or I need some help here and there. So I was pretty confident I, I wanted that autonomy. But by going out on my own and by architecting how many hours I work, by, you know, slowly firing myself from the various roles, which I can get into in a minute, um, you know, I was able to win back control of my time and my freedom. Yeah. So like I love to journal in the morning, like my mornings are free. I love to like work out in the middle of the day. I don't like to go to the grocery store when there's lines. So just all those things I've architected. So I use the word, you know, like our, our architect and you know, I encourage other people to do the same. Be very I, intentional I, about all those aspects. Yeah, I absolutely love, you know, life architect and it just really encompasses everything that a lot of people really want, but they don't know that they either don't either that they want it or they don't know how to get it of really gaining more control of your time and your life and planning out your life how you want it to be like i remember when i was younger 
you know, I, I knew that later on in life, I wanted to have a family. I want to have kids and, you know, have, have that family life. But I also, in my 20s, I wanted to experience new things and try out new things and really figure out where I wanted to go or, or just try things before I knew I couldn't, you know, as a, as a family person or as a dad, there are limitations. You know, I can't go, you know, to, you know, travel with my friends as much as I could, you know, before and whatnot, because I have a responsibility as a dad and as a husband. But so, you know, kind of like what you did, I architected my life the way I wanted to and knew that in these years, I was going to do what I wanted to in this aspect. And then later on, I was going to start the family and do what else I wanted. So in a way, I architected my life to do what I wanted to in different parts. So I, I love how you coined the phrase life architect. And uh, For sure. And it's all about, too, we're all after a certain feeling, really. Because if we leave, live life, um, you know, when I get this, then, and when I get this, then, you know, I, I reached that that point where there's just an endless amount of problems to solve externally, right? And there's an yeah. endless amount of goals. And, um, you know, if if I reach certain goals that I already achieved, like I should have got a default level of happiness. But, you know, as soon as you achieve a goal, the joy is in the journey and you're after the next yes. one, too. So I've been um, um, big on just architecting the days on in terms of how do I want to feel when I wake up? Do I want to wake up with an alarm clock? Do I want to wake up super early and work out or not? Do I enjoy it like a slower morning? And, journaling and things like that because then the days feel a lot better and while I go after goals i just don't put life on hold mm -hmm. until like when those certain things happen and it could be a negative thing something you want to get off your plate really bad or something really positive until i have this car until i have this house right you know i'm not gonna i'm not there so right. yeah i like kind of architecting the days and you know driving the days of how you want it to feel because we go on vacation for a certain feeling we want to start the business because it's going to give us this like certain feeling and satisfaction so a lot of times uh, i think we could be good at goal setting but also not but not look at like how we actually want it to feel when we're running our business or to feel in the morning when i wake up with my morning routine so that was a important point I, I i learned from someone love it absolutely love it so tell us tell us more about your business um so you've uh, when you're not surfing you're you're running this awesome web design and, and social media marketing company yeah, for sure. So Create Web Studios, digital marketing agency. So we're really good at beautiful custom website design. And then, of course, once the website is done, there's there's so many aspects to a website. I mean, just type in a company's name or if you're in leadership at a company like, you know, Jeff Finn and Create Studios, all those digital assets come up, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Google Local, all those different things. So um, from building the website to, you know, claiming and optimizing all those digital properties to, you know, nurturing customers with email uh, marketing with retargeting, right? Because a lot of times yeah. people visit a site, not come back. <laughs> They're not going to think about you. They're not going to type it in again. You should have retargeting ads running. So all those aspects of the online marketing we do. We're a boutique agency. There's about 10 of us. Um, and lastly, we've done really well in medical. So Tony, you and I were talking about medical and your ADA compliance software. Yeah. So medical strong for us, doctor's offices, uh, things such as that. We've done quite a bit in the legal and finance industry. So think lawyers. And then lastly, just established businesses that don't have a robust marketing department that perhaps uh, been burned with digital in the past. We really link up good with those business owners and leaders, entrepreneurs, and uh, stay in like long-term relationships with them. So that's what we do at a high level with the web and online marketing. That's awesome. I think a lot of people, you know, they they don't associate their web design or their, their um, website with their now online marketing. And in the past couple of years, it's really 
you know, what you're doing is putting the two together and saying, okay, well, we're going to start with the web, you know, the, the web design and the web landing pages and whatever else they need, but also tie it into their social media because somebody might find their website through their social media or vice versa. Um, so really combining the two and working with the customer to doing all aspects of, you know, their digital environment is really awesome. And I think not too many um, web designers, quote unquote, from the old days really do that much. And they farm out their their social media management and things. So I, I think that's great that you encompass all that together. Yeah, we do all of it in-house. Um, one cool thing too these days is people forget like the website. So social media definitely has a place and there's certain types of businesses that actually you can you know, fully engage with them just on social. But for a lot of businesses, like the website's super important. So the website might get traffic from your word of mouth, might get traffic from the little link in the footer of your email, could get traffic from social media, Google search. So a lot of times uh, businesses will neglect to invest more in their website or in those landing pages, as you call them, to their own detriment, because that's kind of like the hub. And in mm -hmm. these times with pandemic, when things have gone even more virtual, or what used to be a sale at a trade show or a conference, it's super important to have the actual website and web pages up. And then after that, the second thing I've really learned, and this even applies to our company as we market for ourselves, there's usually no, no one magic trick for marketing. I used to think, oh, we'll just show up for those Google text ads. We'll show up for mm -hmm. like web design Jacksonville or you know SEO company Jacksonville. So the Google search ads, or we'll start a Facebook campaign. The ads are really cheap. You can buy a bunch of clicks for three or $400. And, not only does like just launching out and doing your first campaign fail, but a lot of times it's the drops in the bucket that add up. For example, we, you would think we're in Jacksonville, Florida, advertising for Web Design Jacksonville would be a good keyword. It's not. It's highly overpriced. Web design's commoditized. It's a it's a everybody from you know a do it yourself or looking how to build a site on WordPress to a big agency could be the ask. So it's so funny. So I've learned that marketing is not a one trick pony. Cause you right. mentioned all the different places like the social media, the Facebook, LinkedIn, your email list, your network, it's all the drops in the bucket that add up. And what happens is when you stay at it on all that front, you do get some breakthroughs, you do land a whale. But one thing for me, and I probably some listeners of your show have experienced this is you go out, you hire an agency or you download this one campaign strategy and you kind of do it and it doesn't fully work. And that's cause it's not a, like a holistic view. You yeah. gotta have all the levers kind of working together. And you've probably seen that too, Tony. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I first got started, you know, it was Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. And, you know, I figured, you know, if I put an ad on Facebook, everybody would flock to it and, you know, and then I'd get to meet, you know, everybody and, and tell them all about it. But it really, it is, like you said, a holistic uh, approach because there's so many different, you know, avenues for people to come and find you. You know, there's Facebook, there's um, Instagram and now TikTok and, you know, all of the other avenues on social media, you know, as well as just internet searches and SEO and, and things like that. So, um, you know, the holistic approach of, you know, trying to, you know, if you want to do videos or lives, which is, you know, a, a good way to reach out to people um, these days and really connect your company with you as a person and, and they get to know the person behind the company. Um, so those are a lot of the different tactics that I've been learning over the past year on how to uh, increase my knowledge on, um, you know, getting my message out there for what I'm doing as well. So it, it's great to, you know, know that, you know, from a professional like yourself that I'm doing things the right way. So <laughs> for sure. And that's how we connected too. actually, we've connected on yeah. social media and it led all the way back to, you know, uh, your ADA compliance software. Uh, many of our clients need it. Technically all of them need it, but all of them won't buy it. So yeah, it's really cool how it works. 
Yes. Well, I appreciate your help. And, you know, that's why we're, we're also doing this to help each other. You know, a lot of it goes back to relationship marketing, which I've done for many, many years. I started out, you know, one-on-one in local and regional networking groups and getting to know people. And instead of just, you know, meeting them and saying, Hey, how are you? I'm Tony. Here's my business card. You know, do you want to buy from me? It's, it's more about building that relationship and finding out what you have in common with other people. And then if you find you have a synergy, you know, like you and I, you know, we connected right away and knew that there was something that we can do to help each other. And when you find those relationships and you, you nurture them, you can actually, um, you know, I love the synergy how one plus one equals three a lot of times when you're working with other people you can really expand your your reach dramatically through um helping them and in in turn they turn around and want to help you so um it's it's just a a great way to meet people and expand your reach through really the cool thing is and we're both using the principles of online marketing here so as you connect with people they obviously like like your page or get on your email list or there's some like connection there on social if they visit your website they can get you know, the, the ads from you. So it's really cool too using online to stay in front of, you know, like you and I, Tony, are going to talk every day, but via social media and via consistent posting, posting, I can see the stuff you're doing. I can see your entrepreneurial journey podcast go live and kind of stay in touch with it. So it's really cool how like the real world and online world, I mean, really the online world, right, is just an expression, another tool yeah. to foster those relationships. So yeah, I encourage businesses to, to stay at it. Don't be silent online. Tony and I have learned the power of publishing and connecting and uh, it works. It totally does. And, you know, the power of the internet, even with last year, more and more people connecting via video Zoom calls and, and other such media, take advantage of that. That's that's one of the things that I try to tell a lot of people that, you know, come into the entrepreneurial journey. If you're newer to starting your own business, take advantage of the reach you have now. It used to be, you know, my companies were very regional, very localized in, you know, I used to live in, in New England up in, in the north. So um, that's where my customer base was. But now, you know, I live in the Raleigh area and you live in Florida. There's no way that you and I would have connected the way we did you know, prior to, you know, all this online connection. So there's really a massive opportunity for people to take advantage of that if you're starting out or um, if you have a business that you're going to expand digitally into, you know, um, you know, expand your reach, utilize the internet a lot. So, yeah. So it's like you can find your tribe, right? Because like you said, some years ago, you and I would have just statistically never, ever met. But now we, the listeners, you and I can go out nationally, like you said, and and find those those people that are really fit based on our interests, our professions, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. So let's let's um, shift gears a little bit more and and talk about something that we both really in, enjoy doing is really giving back and helping others. And you know, I, I always knew that I wanted to at some point. Um, you know, my my big goal for my retirement, quote unquote, when I was in my twenties, was I wanted to be a um, a professional public speaker and help others, you know, with mindset and with business, you know, building businesses and things like that. And it's kind of funny how with this, with being online in the past couple of years and starting the entrepreneurial journey, I've basically been able to do that. And I didn't have to wait till I retired and I was older. <laughs> so I, you know, and something that you and I both share is that you love giving back as well, especially to younger entrepreneurs to really help them see the opportunities out there. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing with that. And, uh, and how did you get started and interested in helping younger entrepreneurs? uh... For sure. So 
A lot of times we'll start entrepreneurial journeys in our earlier ages, in the 20s. So we have millennials now. They're like at the time of this recording, 24, somewhere into the late 30s. And then uh, Gen Z's coming up. So 23 and under. And man, when I was young, just, just, I was so excited to land a few clients doing the web design hustle, you know, out on my own. I had a wife, a kid, uh, you know, just trying to make it for the first year. And I didn't do things like have signed contracts. So I'd have these fancy little proposals, but there was nowhere to sign. Uh, I didn't have like payment milestones. Um, I didn't realize the things in my business that were starting to eat me up, like account management, or I used to do everything, right? So I could have the website. So there's some really simple things that, you know, only an entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneur will know, especially as it concerns uh, finance and cash flow, right? Because most entrepreneurs have this massive sense of creativity and possibility. Yeah. and open-mindedness and that doesn't result in these rigid fixed contracts or uh building these systems so yeah as i've um grown over the years i started this thing called converge a couple of years ago and converge is you know a community for younger entrepreneurs to come together right now we offer mentoring programs so we do this nice. awesome 90-day mentoring program where you know five or six of us gather together we set one wildly important goal and over the next three months we go after a monthly milestone we have weekly accountability so I find it's been very helpful because when I went out on my own in my late 20s, you know, a lot of people are like, why are you leaving this stable job? Or I mm -hmm. guess that's cool. Or, hey, you got a wife and a kid. Are you sure you like want to mix it up like this? So, A, there wasn't a lot of encouragement. It can be very lonely being an entrepreneur. But two, just some like simple practical advice on like signed contracts and payment milestones and things like that would have gone a long way. So at Converge, it's at weconverge.io, uh, running mentoring programs and uh, helping entrepreneurs just, um, you know, get the ropes on some of that basic stuff that while they're passionate and loving what they do and eagerly creating product, they can learn how to, you know, not leave one mousetrap like of a corporate world and create another, right? Where you're trapped by your business and really you just have a, a glorified job or nightmare that you created for yourself. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I, I love how you, you've, you know, I just, I just use my group to help others, but I love how you put it together in an actual program you know, that you get together with people and, and have it because, you know, I, I totally could have used that when I was younger, because like you said, I had all this creativity. I'm like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I'm going to conquer the world and I'm going to go do it. But then when it came time to, you know, oh, I need some kind of proposal or contract. I just do it up in word and just here you go. This is it. Um, For sure. you know, and then a couple of those, you know, over the years, I learned the hard way. They blew up, you know, and I didn't have a lawyer to help me, you know, put together a good contract that stuck. And, you know, you don't get paid a lot of times. And there's just those those um, stumbling blocks as a new entrepreneur that if you can learn from somebody who's been there already, um, like you're doing, I think is really fabulous and can really help these younger entrepreneurs get to where they want to be a lot faster without having to make the same mistakes. For sure. So awesome. Well, I mean, as we wrap up today, I just, I want to take a little um, bit from something I learned from your podcast just a little while ago. So I'm going to, I'm going to shoot some rapid fire round questions at you. Nothing too hard. So you don't have to worry. Um, some, some kind of simple, just to get us, let us know a little bit more about you. So uh, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do okay. it. Okay. All right. We'll start off easy. What's your favorite food? Pizza <laughs> for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Fast food pizza, gourmet pizza, cold pizza. Don't eat it that often, but oh my god, that's good. I, if I could do what I wanted, I would. I hate to say this, right? But yeah, I'd probably get sick of it. But I eat McDonald's every day. Eat pizza. I probably drink a lot of beer, not to just get drunk, but just because beer and a cheeseburger sound good, or beer and pizza. But 
uh, don't give in to all those things and honestly probably get sick if I did that for two weeks. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Not want it anymore. Well, if, if you if you think you're going to fall into that habit, go watch uh, Supersize Me. <laughs> I've seen ever... it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, all right. Um, early bird or night owl? I'm kind of in the middle. Um, one of my goals in life architecture is to never wake up with an alarm clock. So I like count oh, okay. the times in the year when I have to wake up with an alarm clock. And it's pretty cool. So I'm kind of like 11 to 7, 12 to 8 kind of guy. But I just like to wake up when my body's ready to wake up. Good. And, and that's awesome that you can create a lifestyle that you can do that and have your own business and have that flexibility to make your own time, which I think goes back to that whole life architect thing. So which is, which is awesome. All right. Um, one last one thing you like to do other than surfing when you're not working. For sure. So I actually have it right here. I played music forever. So this is a beautiful Martin guitar and beautiful. I don't, I don't play out as much as I used to, but, um, I play at home, so I keep it acoustic, right? No pedals, no plugs, nothing. And then also I've played piano forever and I got a very nice uh, piano keyboard, right? And all I use is the piano sound. So for purity's sake, I'll pick this up, get a different part of the brain working and get that flow going. So that's definitely something I enjoy doing. That, that's awesome. That's another way I, I now know that you and I, you know, have a similar mindset and connect because I've been playing guitar since I was in grammar school. and. You know, while I am not, you know, amazing at it, I still, I play for myself at home. And you'll probably see in some of my live videos, I have my two uh, acoustic guitars hanging up behind me. And that's one of the ways that I just um, de-digitize my brain sometimes. Because when I'm staring at a computer screen all day, I just need to get ideas out of my head. Instead of putting more in, I will need to get things out. So I'll either meditate or I'll play the guitar just for myself, just to get into that, that, um, that mindset of being able to, take that creativity that I have in my head. And, you know, if I have a thought or whatever, I'll write it down or, or whatnot. So music is, is a big part of my life as well. So for sure. Awesome. Cool. Um, so, you know, if people want to be able to reach out to you and find you, where are some of the best places that they can find Jeff then? Yeah. So two places I'd recommend. One is check out our digital agency, the web and digital agency. That's at createwebstudios.com. Okay. And then lastly, for my personal site, which links off to the Converge mentoring stuff and, of course, Create Web Studios, you can go to jeffven.com, J-E-F-F-V-E-N-N.com, and get in touch. Awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, you know, personal site. I love it. I love how you put it together. Um, you know, your web design, you know, your agency does amazing work. Uh, so if you're looking for a very professional web design agency, I would highly recommend, you know, getting in touch with Jeff and his crew over at Create Web Studios because uh, you guys do a, a fabulous job. So um, so thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Thank you, Jeff, again, for your time. And you know, we will uh, definitely put the links to all of your, your connections uh, in the show notes so that way people can reach out to you and connect with you real easy. Um, and awesome. Then, Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I love, I love you know, the collaboration that we've been doing so far and look forward to a lot more. I think uh, sure. going to help each other and you know, help our mentees out as well. So great. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us today on the Entrepreneurial Journey podcast. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast. Our show is sponsored by the ADA Comply Guy Accessibility Toolbar Solution for your business, website, or sales funnel. 
My mission is to help make the internet accessible to people of all abilities by spreading awareness that ADA compliance is now required for your digital real estate. Our solution can help you become compliant, but also allow 85 million people in the U.S. alone with different abilities to be able to use your site who otherwise couldn't. If you want more information about this for your business and to see how you can even get free money to pay for this upgrade, please visit our site at www.adacomplyguide.com. I look forward to having you join me and other entrepreneurs just like you again on our next episode for more valuable insights that will help you achieve your success on your entrepreneurial journey.